English teacher with the hair triggered. Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Mike Garrigan. And this is Murray. And we'll be your host today. This is the Mike Garrigan podcast from MikeGarrigan.com. Welcome. And today we're going to talk about um, other songs. And of course, this is uh, podcast 9 of 10 in the Pillar of the Sun podcast series. So if you haven't listened to the other ones, you might want to go back and listen to those. But anyway, this is number 9 in a series of 10. And we're talking, of course, about songs from my new album, Pillar of the Sun. So it's the beginning of the year. Um, you know, have you have you made any New Year's resolutions? Not really. I, I just kind of want to continue what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Um, last year, I kind of did an overhaul of my morning schedule. Yeah, you, you know, did. We have a, a toddler, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I exercise every day, and I try to eat the best I can. I'm going to continue with that. Uh, I do have a couple races I want to do, at least one race this year, and we'll see how I do with that. Yeah. Uh, how about you? Yeah, I'd like to start going to the gym, but you know, my problem with the gym. And the beginning of the year is it's so crowded. Yeah, it so is crowded. I think rather than make a New Year's resolution, I think I'm going to start in February mm. when maybe interest kind of dies down a little bit, and yeah. it's not so hard to get a cardio machine or yeah. um, you know, it's just kind of crowded over there right now. It's not too bad. I mean, I was there this morning, and you know, the I didn't have a wait, but I was there really early, so. Yeah. Well, when you say we're going to talk about other songs today, um, does that mean sort of like miscellaneous songs or is there a different theme? That's kind of it, miscellaneous songs. And what I want to, to touch on is, you know, in a in a writing process, what I find happens is occasionally you get songs that just happen to be a little bit left of center or, mm-hmm. or outside of the box. And, right. Um, I've had to figure out what to do with them. And sometimes I've used them as... Um, anchors for albums. Sometimes I've left them off and sometimes I've just kind of put them later in a record. But um, every now and again, songs come up that don't really fit one's mold and um, you can either embrace them or not. So we're going to talk about that and I'm going to have some examples today too. So since this is the ninth uh, podcast, I guess we're going to listen to the ninth song on Pillar of the Sun. Yeah, uh, the song is called uh, Pillar of the Sun, believe it or not. So let's check it out. Okay. Fades through and night creeps up Circle the wagons Here comes the flood An old tin can Sings a nightingale song Philosophers dream of invisible men Tigers are weathered News clip at ten The distances are far Too great to comprehend You Till the 
bastion knows You'll never dream again Night fades through and day burns out No mass migration, no silence, no doubt a pretty cool song i mean the thing that that struck me first about it i know we're going to get into the origin of it um it it's kind of jazzy and it changes keys a lot so um where does this song come from this song was written i i think it was written in the 2006 time uh, mm-hmm. i was doing a group of songs called the candelabra sessions which was a bunch it had like the song two shadows and, and yeah. other songs that eventually made it to different records but mm-hmm. um this one was inspired by uh, some images, uh, the idea of a, of a sun pillar, which is also known as a sun dog. Um, and what that is, is sort of like a giant shaft of light that appears uh, in the sky when the sun and atmosphere conditions are just right. Um, and so it's called a sun pillar. And mm. the I, the song is steeped in imagery um, that is it's a little bit obtuse and, and kind of strange, but um, very rich imagery. Uh, about the ocean and the ocean floor and and tigers and just sort of uh, really abstract things that come together to make this picture of um, sacrifice. Yeah, I I get that. And um, if I recall, there were two demos uh, that I know of. There was um, sort of a studio demo you did that was much faster, and then you recorded it uh, in the living room sessions, I think, too. Yeah, um, after I wrote it, I did a quick demo of it, and there was some really um, reversed and backwards guitar reverbs that were used on that demo. It was much faster, and it it had some cool ideas, but it it wasn't quite right, and I decided to slow it down if I recorded it again. But then, in consideration for the return of spring, I I sat up and, um, well, I set up a a little concert area in my living room and recorded for five days just all the songs I had. And uh, this one was recorded, but it was left off um, spring, and so it ended up here. And because it ended up here, it sounds like this was also the the theme, the title track of the album. Um, can you explain how or why it's the title track of the album? Yeah, originally uh, this album, its working title was Paper Staircase. And while I like that, it didn't seem original enough. And it also didn't really reflect uh, the feel and the theme of the other songs. Um, 
when I went through, I, I considered making, you know, each song the title track and Pillar of the Sun just had this great ring to it. And it fit well with the sequencing, having the title track, the 10th song. I thought that was kind of cool, or the the ninth song, rather. Uh, everything about it just seemed to click once I considered it. Um, another working title was Red Milk Can. So uh, we kind of put all of those things together uh, on the cover, because uh, the Red Milk Can, of course, comes from Paper Staircase. Uh, the Red Milk Can is, in fact, the, the centerpiece of the album cover, and then on the CD uh, itself, and it, you can see it also in the MP3 version, there is a small shaft of light uh, on the right side, and that's supposed to symbolize the, the pillar of the sun. So um, I think I got everything I wanted in, in the design. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, it's good to know where that comes from. So in your catalog, have there been other songs that you felt? Well, first of all, explain to me why this song doesn't fit in. Well, it, first of all, it's a little slow and... Um, it has a lot of chords to it, and it, it really isn't like a lot of my other stuff. Um, most of my other stuff in previous recordings is very pop-oriented, and this is sort of a pop song. However, um, it's very modal, and uh, I think there's nine or ten chords that make up just the verse alone. So it's a little complex, and this kind of thing... Um, for some listeners, uh, it turns them off, but for others, it engages them. So I wanted to tread lightly uh, on, on including this on a record. So, Yeah, I could see how someone might zone out or go to the bathroom during a show <laughs> during this song. But, um, it, you know, I like it. I think it's cool. And it, it isn't like first and foremost on the record. It is sort of buried, so you yeah. have to work to get it. And, um, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. Thank you. But, um in light of that, I mean, are there other songs like this that you've had to, to address it being a little different, and what did you do? Yeah, there there are two songs, and we're going to play both of them today. One is a song called Two Shadows that um, was originally almost like a metal song. Uh, we redressed that and made it an acoustic song. Uh, and then the other song I wanted to, to share today was called Sparks, and Sparks is a song that... It was recorded twice, um, once for Return of Spring and a second time for Pillar of the Sun. And up until about, um, you know, the record was finished in October, up until about the middle of the summer, it, it was in contention um, and it was on a couple masters, but it just, it wasn't working for one reason yeah. or another. So this is an example of a song being different enough to be left off a record. I see. Well, why don't we, can we listen, do you have, um, do you have a version of, like two shadows yeah um an acoustic version yeah let's listen to one this is from um a show that i did in south carolina in in um, late october of last year Seconds of silence in between your voice and the dark. Hush, my love, see the pinholes dancing at the quiet gates of dawn. Yeah, here they come.
flashing states of mind The velvet lights, the paintbrush skyline The white wine sea, the arctic blush, the sugar highs The candy canes and honeybees went into the production of the song Pillar of the Sun, and also can you speak to um, how you changed Two Shadows from, I guess you called it a metal anthem, to uh, an acoustic song? Yeah, for me, um, speaking to the first question, uh, Pillar of the Sun was, um, I wanted to slow it down, and and once I slowed the song down from its original tempo, I wanted to include some really, um, for lack of a better term, groovy um, production elements. I liked the idea of a very dry drum set. Yeah, that's Um, pretty pretty dry. I liked using uh, an upright piano, which Mm -hmm. is what we used on this, and also uh, Mellotron was very key and gives it sort of that 60s vibe, 70s vibe um, that I think is really fitting for the song. Yeah, it it seems, I mean, I don't think it's that far out of of character. It it sounds cool. I mean, it's a little different, but I think it's good for every record to, to have its own signature, and this song... Uh, is a little different, you know? Yeah, and, and speaking to Two Shadows, that song originally was sort of like, had this very uh, galloping kind of um, shuffle to it, which you'll find in a lot of metal songs. Um, and it had just rocking guitars and extended guitar solos. And and, um, and what happened was, and, and, and Mark uh, Cano did get um, arrangement credit for this, but he showed me, he liked the song when I played it for him. He said, well, we got to do it acoustically. And, and we did because we play with acoustic guitars. And he just sort of started strumming it in the way that he does. And, and um, his guitar shows up on the record. And it was sort of the anchor for how the track was built. So I guess one of the ways you can deal with having a song that's a little bit um, outside of what you normally do is you could maybe invite someone who knows your style to come in and, and 
arrange or, or suggest things. Yeah, and you know, and that's that way we started playing this song acoustically in our acoustic sets for. I think it was about, um, honestly, about four years before I laid this recording down. And it's the same thing with the song Hey Angel, but that song didn't really require too much changing um, from its original form. But um, it's it's great, and we still play it live, and it's a good rock rock track, I guess, live rock acoustic track, you know? Yeah, I think so. Um, we got uh, some mail. Uh, can I read the mailbag? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, this letter says, Dear Mike, uh, I've really enjoyed your... 20th Century Playground blog series. Um, can you please explain why you're doing this? Uh, yeah, can you please explain why you're doing this? Yeah, the whole idea between b- behind the 20th Century Playground blog, uh, which thank thank you, by the way, if you're out there listening, mm-hmm. for, for writing in yeah, and, and reading. Um, last year, I did this 100 blogs and 100 days uh, challenge, and um, I got a lot out of it, but what I was finding was that it was it was a lot of navel gazing and kind of self uh, reflection, which yeah, I don't was. really like to do. But um, I thought this year, which what would be interesting, would be to take a uh, the day of the of the year, which mm-hmm. if it's say um, the first of the year, you take uh, the year of the twentieth century, say nineteen oh one, and find some sort of event that might have been noteworthy and reflect on it and offer some personal reflections. Yeah. Um, the reason I'm doing it is because I enjoy writing, but I also really enjoy history and uh, sort of reflecting on important things that happened. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I, I like the, the series. And you're also doing um, a blog series for your studio website? Yeah, I'm going to do um, every Monday, I'm going to post to the studio website, twoegrits.com, um, just ideas and insights on my experience of making albums. Uh, uh-huh on my podcast and, and musician blogs, I, I find that once I start talking about technical things that go into making records and, and types of microphones and compression ratios, that that can be kind of boring and off-putting to people yeah. who might just want to enjoy the music. I've been so all that stuff all the is on, on the studio that. site. It's also good for aspiring musicians really who boring. might be interested in, in making a record but don't know where to begin. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of bad information out there, I think, um, but I'm, um, I'm not going to tell you what's bad or good, but I'm going to tell you what I think is good information. I think that's great. Yeah. Well, thanks. And um, why don't we get into the um, the last song on the podcast? Uh, this is a song that was left off, Return of Spring and Pillar of the Sun, but I wanted to share with you all. It's called Sparks. Morning clouds skirt the mountain path. Rusty dog bones in old burlap Butterflies are swarming when you walk too close to me When you bury your dead, you'd better do it deep The sky has come unwound Too much weight is on the bow Daylight turns around And the sparks fly We kneel down By the kissing tree Rocky's bones All bundled and sweet Soiled hands and fingernails Caress a shallow grave Thunder's rolling in Safe. The sky has come on. 
Too much weight is on the bow. Daylight turns around and the sparks fly. You know what? I know why you left that off. Why? Both records. It why sounds too much like Alphabet People. It and does. I like Alphabet People, but this song isn't really Alphabet People. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you have a song that is a little different like this, you know, I think, and, and for some one reason or another you like it, and it's worth recording, there's nothing wrong with just leaving it off. So um, I don't really take offense to that at all. But uh, this was a situation where we just left it off. It didn't feel like it... It uplifted the record at all. We had enough uh, upbeat and ballads were in 50-50. It could have made the cut. It almost made the cut, but it didn't. So, I mean, this song seems a little more, uh, it's like Two Shadows and you're talking about things in the sky and, um, you know, lightning. This song seems like it's about lightning, you know, if you ask me. Uh, But what, what is this song about? Well, this song came from the same sessions that brought about Alphabet People. It's the same kind of images. Um, uh, the songs were Alphabet People and Snake Eyes. Those are the, the the newish songs. And and on this song, um, it was originally written to be to reflect on how my brother Joe and I used to go to school. We used to walk to school. Uh, it was like a quarter mile walk, and we had we had three different paths you could take. You could take um, the one that went above the mountain. You can take the direct one. You can take the secret one. Um, so we would walk to school every day, and one day on the way to school, we, my brother found um, a bag of dog bones, and it was it was really creepy, and so that was the anchor of the song. And then I took it to um, away from a lot of the random images, and I tried to create a narrative about okay, we got to get in because the the um, storm is coming, and you know burying the bones and whatnot. So. So, two questions, um, though. What do you mean by the butterflies are swarming, and also, what is the bridge about? Well, it's sort of like the butterflies, you know, when, when you're in elementary school and, and there's a girl you like, you kind of, well, get butterflies in your stomach. And so, I was rewriting the song to be, you know, instead of being with my brother, it'd be a boy and girl together, um, and that hmm. sort of reflection. I wanted to include that sort of uh, childhood memory. Yeah. And then the bridge section is a reflection on some something I saw when I was in elementary school. One time I saw um, a kid being picked on by a bully. And um, it was weird. The bully was the bully and the kid were the same size, and this kid just snapped, and he, hmm. he um, Got pummeled too far. this bully. And everyone just sat and watched, and it was right on the pitcher's mound. And that's where um, where it said, it's on. I was just like thinking of, so the images are all over the place and that's yeah. one of the reasons why I think the song was left off is it's not very focused. Um, it, it is a little unfocused, but at the same time, you know, it carries, I was interested in it, so I liked it. One of the things I noticed about this song though that I'd like to bring up is that it's a lot like, you know, you I hear you play mandolin and acoustic guitar on it and um, it's not like Wicked Light at all, and it's not like anything on, on Malamander. It's sort of its own thing. It does feel more like a spring song, in my in my opinion, I think. I'm just saying, you know, but um, I think it would, would have been better on that. But, yeah, it, it does. What I'm, I guess what I'm saying is that I can hear how production really makes an impact on the impact. Or, yeah. 
I don't know what I'm trying to say. You got it. But you got production it. really does um, have make a big difference. Yeah, it does. And, um, you know, th- considering a song all the way through and thinking about how it fits with other songs and how it hits you by itself are all things I think about. And this one um, didn't make it for me. But um, anyway, you've heard it. Um, so next week is, will be our last podcast um, in the series. Have you enjoyed doing this? I have, and it's required a lot of streamlining and, and really uh, efficient um, recording, but um, it's great. Now we have a podcast template. Yeah, it only takes like two to three hours to produce one of these, so that's good. What do you think um, is up next? Well, I'm going to leave these podcasts up for um, most of the year, I think, just so in case someone does explore um my website and discovers pillar pillar of the sun and and wants to uh, hear more about it. This would be a great resource. Um, I want to continue my blog, uh, the hundred entries. And then what I hope to do, and I hope I can pull this off, but I'd like to explore putting up more content on YouTube that might be doing some candid videos of some kind. So I'm going to be spinning my wheels a little bit, trying to think about some ideas for, um, how to how to use more video because it's the thing now. But anyway, I've really enjoyed doing this, and thank you for coming on for most of the shows. You're welcome. I've enjoyed um, reflecting with you on these songs. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, what are we going to do next week? Next week, the theme of the show is going to be light songs, and not necessarily in terms of being um, light rock or uh, soft rock, but um, we're going to feature the song Shine On, which is um, sort of the... Uh, tour de force on the record and and then um with that we're gonna i'm gonna debut uh, a third b-side from the record called walking on elm street and uh there'll be some live track that i haven't pulled out yet that will feature as well so it'll be a good show i'm looking forward to it um anyway this is mike garrigan from mikegarrigan.com this is murray from no affiliation whatsoever and we'll see you next week thanks for tuning in <laughs>